a Podcast One production. Jacob, Fifi um, is saying that you have to do the intro because your voice is much more sensual than mine and Fifi likes to hear it. Don't you, Felix? He's nodding yes. Bubble bath. Bubble bath. Okay, go. Hello and welcome to Just The Gist, the weekly podcast where Rosie Waterland gives me and you just the gist of what we need to know about The Bachelorette, which we're getting into the final stages of. And Coming Rosie, up soon, we're going to stop talking about this ridiculous, stupid show and start doing Just The Gist of Fun Things, which my very sensual-voiced friend Jacob Stanley just told you about. So that's that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So tonight, who is left? This has been an epic journey. Has Uh it not? Yeah. Six men are left. And please keep an eye on my boobs because I'm wearing a very like low cut dress that my nips pop out of. Mm. So can you please just Honey, I'm always on the lookout. Yeah. Yeah. Be always on the lookout. I know that women's breasts aren't something that catch your eye, but just you need to make sure that mine Mm -hmm. are doing okay here. Yeah. Nip slip alert. Thank you. Don't worry, you'll hear about it from me first. So who is left? We've got Tim, Mm, who you know. Frothia. Frothia. Mm. We've got Carlin, who you've been calling Mm. Carl Lagerfeld. Mm -hmm. We've got Ryan the dog guy. Oh, yeah. Yes. We've got Jackson, who is the 25-year-old, who she's worried at 29 that she's too old for. And I've like, babe, I've dated guys 10 Mm -hmm. years younger than me. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. They're usually the better ones. Um, Wait, sorry. Frothia is older than 29. No, Frothia's 27. Okay. (laughs) So she's 29. Frothia's 27. Uh, Jackson, the 25-year-old, is 25. So uh-huh. she's worried about being four years older than Jackson, but she's not worried about being two years older than Tim. Okay. All right. Yep. Yep. Keep yep, going. Yep. Um, and then, so those are the main four. And then there's two other dudes who just don't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to get cut at the end of this episode. One of whom is the only one that I like and have a crush on Alex. And I sent you a photo of him and you were like, ew, gross. <laughs> Not about him. Just his that tattoos. Is, but, but they all have a million tattoos. But I don't see the tattoos. I only ever see them dressed. But uh-huh. when I saw him, you know, you've known me for a long time. You yes. know my type. Skinny nerd. Yes. Brown hair. Brown eyes. Dweeby. Yeah. How many guys like that have I dated? And mm. that's basically what Alex looks like. And then he took off all his clothes and he was covered in tacky tattoos, which was like, but like, you know, before that, mm-hmm. Alex was the one I was into. And he was kind of funny. Uh-huh. Um, I'm already talking like he's going to go, which we don't know yet, but obviously he is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we um, open this episode with Tim doing some acting. And it's a really bizarre opener. So Tim is walking. It's just a camera on him. And he's walking through the house and he has a book in front of him and he's reading a book while walking, which uh-huh. nobody does, but that's what he's doing. And that... Or his lips moving. Well, yes. Okay. So <laughs> that is cut with a voiceover of him saying, and I wrote this down exactly because I didn't want to get it wrong. 
I was doing a bit of light reading and I came across a clothes rack with all these vintage grouse kits on them. <laughs> and then we cut back to Tim walking, walk, just walking, holding a book. Uh-huh. Don't know what book it was. Mm. Um, and, then he, and then he does some acting and then he goes, <gasps> and sees a clothes rack. <laughs> and it's got all this clothes on it. Uh-huh. And so this is how we just start this episode because clearly we're at the tail end of the season and we need some time filler. And the producer said, can anyone act? And Tim said, I can, but really he can't. <laughs> So that's where we're at. So the group date is they all have to dress up as an old man. So that's what the clothes rack was. The clothes rack was filled with old man clothes. The grouse kit. The grouse kit. Was vintage menswear. Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which, to be honest, is kind of like, I mean, I live in Enmore and it's kind of like how every guy I match with on Tinder dresses. But um, the grouse kit was mm. vintage menswear. Mm-hmm. And because there's only six of them, they are all invited on this group date. And so they all have to dress up as old men um, and they have to go to an like an old people's home mm. and learn to ballroom dance. And so they all get partnered with an old lady oh. and get taught a dance and they have to do the dance and whoever does the best will win the very last single date with Angie. So it's like high stakes. Uh-huh. What are your thoughts? Did they put baby powder in their hair to make yes! them look great? Oh, <laughs> shut <laughs> up. Yes, they did. So their hair has baby powder in it. Their eyebrows have baby powder in them. And they're like, if any of them have facial hair, it has like kind of white, misty, whatever in it. Uh-huh. So they've kind of like done a B grade, put them in suspenders and beige pants, but we can't be bothered doing full old person makeup. Yeah. So we'll just sprinkle Johnsons and Johnsons in their hair. That's, right. that's pretty much what, what this is. Okay. It's kind of a cute theme for a party. It is, though. It, yeah. it is actually very sweet because these guys are all such idiot meatheads. But when I see them dressed this way and when I see them being very sweet yeah. and interacting with these old ladies, cute. it makes them really cute yeah. and relatable and sweet and lovely. And they're yep. all really lovely with these old women, which is... And they picked the best older women. Like, I don't know who the producer is doing the casting, but they went to, like, a million nursing homes and were like, who are the sassiest bitches you have? (laughs) Because that's who they wanted, right? Yes. And so... P.S. Sophia from the Golden Girls is my favourite human of all time. I know. And they basically found about five Sophias. Oh. Yeah, it's so awesome. So, like, the guys are all dressed as old men and then they have these old women there and the whole date is, like, we're going to teach you to ballroom dance with these ladies mm. and whoever does the best ballroom dance gets a single date with Angie. Uh-huh. Um, and the funniest thing is Tim, Tim, mm. who you know I've mentioned many times in the last few weeks, when he gets made an old man, he looks even kind of, I'll leave it to Angie to explain. So Angie sees him dressed as an old man and she bursts into laughter and she says, you look like you, but on a full bender. <laughs> 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 Which is basically what I think when I look at Tim all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have a lot of photos of the two of us <laughs> looking like. Sure. Ten years ago. 
<laughs> so anyway, the tension on this date is all the guys think Ryan, the dog guy, is mm. in the lead and that she loves him. Mm-hmm. And so they really don't want him to get the single date. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, he cannot win because he's, she already clearly loves him. And, like, if he gets any more alone time with her, that that's going to cement their connection even more. So they're all really stressed about it. Um, and honestly, nothing happens. Like, the old ladies are really sweet and sassy. Mm-hmm. And they say really sweet and sassy and funny things. But this whole date is just, like, lol. Here's some dancing hijinks with old ladies and, lol, they're a bit cheeky and that's it. Okay. Great TV. Exactly. (laughs) Right? And, like, I don't know if you follow me on social media, best friend Jacob, but you do know that I've had a hip injury in the last two weeks. (gasps) What happened? (gasps) How dare you not follow my social media? What happened? I've had a serious hip injury. What did you do? I slept. <laughs> oh, no, you told me about this. I didn't see it on social media. You told me, yes, you're sleeping too vigorously. I literally went to bed, and when I woke up, I was in immense pain. Yeah, and you went to the physio. And I have, like, a seriously, like, weird hip joint inflamed muscle tendon thing from sleeping. So I'm at an age where sleeping is too strenuous an activity for me. <laughs> And so the last week I've been to the physio twice. My hip right now is all super taped up. So if I hook up with anyone this evening, doubt it, because I'm probably going straight home, I have like serious athletic tape from about the top of my vag all the way around to the top of my ass crack, (laughs) holding my hip in place because I'm in serious damage. Well, the good news is it's probably someone's fetish, but is it okay? Does it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. Um, But, like, I got my physio gave me all these stretches to do Uh and I'm on all these (laughs) anti-inflammatory tablets. Oh, my God, I'm like this seriously. This is the oldest I've felt. So you're relating to the sassy old broads. I'm 33 years old. I'm not that, and I'm only just 33. Like, Mm. I'm not that old. But I have a hip injury and Mm. I got it from sleeping. And so, yes, I'm relating to the old ladies Mm. in this episode. But the people of Australia want to know, ultimately, does this make you more or less flexible? Me? Yeah, we're hoping more. It it actually is kind of more Mm. because um, I have the the injury I have. How do I describe it? Um, My leg, it's on my right side. And so my right side can now kind of just flop open in a way that it couldn't before. (laughs) I mean, sexually, now is probably the time to get in there, (laughs) but... (laughs) Legs akimbo, Rosie. (laughs) I mean, my physio tells me that it will be okay in a couple weeks, so now's the window (laughs) if you want some weird... (laughs) Before it heals. (laughs) Exactly. Get in there. Couldn't be easier. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So anyway, that's it. They just dance with some old ladies and it's like nothing. Um, Ryan, the dog guy, wins um, because she just has a minge twinge and it didn't matter who won, she just wanted him to win. What and sort of dance did he do? They just all do ballroom dancing. It's like no no particular style. Okay. Like nothing. There is literally nothing special that is the reason he wins, except that she has a minge twinge and she wants him to win and she wants to spend some alone time with him. That's okay. it. So mm-hmm. all the guys get super jelly that he wins. Um, it's a single date. 
they go to some park and she wants to make sure that they click intellectually mm-hmm. because they click physically because he has nice apps. But she's like, do we click intellectually? We need to find out. Mm. And so she's like, okay, we're going to play a game where we ask each other questions mm. and then answer them. <gasps> so that is having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the game what is... What are the stakes and what's the, the prize? The stakes are Ryan the dog guy is so boring that they need to turn the act of having a conversation into a game okay. <laughs> or else nothing else would happen. Okay, gamified chat. So that's kind of like what happens and it's like, lol, do you pee in the shower? Yes, ah, me too. And then it's like, why do you look horrified at that? That's the first question. <laughs> yeah, that's the first question. Do what you, an icebreaker. <laughs> do you not pee in the shower? Of course I do, but it's Everybody never once does. been my icebreaker. Well, no, me either, but everybody does, yes. Like, it's not like if you said to someone, do you pee in the shower, they'd say no. Who would say no? You know, I went to boarding school and when I was there, um, you have cubicle showers and they said to us often, the first thing you do when you get in the shower is pee because that disinfects the ground and that means, like, you won't catch any, like if anybody has tinea or anything weird, if you get in the shower and pee on the ground... It like it like clears the ground <laughs> of germs before you even turn the tap on. Like yeah, yeah. Like as soon as you get in, piss on the ground, <laughs> and it's basically like spraying Windex. Oh. <laughs> That's what they told us. And so, literally, that w- I went to boarding school when I was fourteen. So ever since I've been fourteen, any time I get in the shower, I just start pissing straight away because it's just ingrained in me. I'm single, boys. <laughs> it disinfects the ground. I'm so happy to know that. <laughs> so, so I've stayed at your house many times. Oh. <laughs> anyway, okay. So they ask each other questions like that. like, mm-hmm. And, you know, if you were stranded on a desert island, blah, blah, blah. Would you drink your own pee? Exactly. It's all pee related, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's all pee related. Um, and it's boring because he's boring and it's just the worst. And then they've learned some basic details about each other through this conversation disguised as a game. And, um, then we get to the thing that Angie actually wants, which is to satisfy her minge twinge, which is to, you know, touch his abs. Mm -hmm. And so then the second part of the date is going to a cellar which is like a wine cellar. So they're underground and there's wine everywhere and it's quite dark and there's a love expert there. Uh And we know that it's a love expert with qualifications because Angie says, and wait, I wrote this down, it's an actual love expert, like an actual proper love expert. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the only detail we get on how qualified (laughs) this love expert is. So that's where we're at. It's enough for me. Um, anyway, so uh, the love expert gets them to do things which Angie really wants to do. So basically she blindfolds Ryan the dog guy mm. um, while he's sitting in a chair and then the love expert tells her to unbutton his shirt mm. and then the love expert is like, now touch his abs and Angie's like, I thought nobody would ever ask and so <laughs> she does and then that's kind of it. 
and then the love expert is like now pash and so then they pash mm-hmm. for a while and Angie's just kind of like yes I'm into this I'm very like I think we very much intellectually connect mm-hmm. because I just touched his abs and that's kind of the whole date is this like the extreme extent to which she gets down with the boys I'm thinking of this not Pretty to get into much. the gender dynamics, but in comparison to what you described with Astro Bachi and some of the girls, yeah. it felt like he went to a few bases further around the diamond. First of all, and she has. I love that you just said gender dynamics because in the last week, I went back on Tinder. Just oh. like, yeah, I was out and a bunch of us were drunk and we were like, well, Rosie on Tinder. And so I went back on Tinder and I cannot tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I have said gender dynamics to men in the last week. <laughs> and the amount of times I have yelled in all caps uh-huh. <laughs> about feminism and the patriarchy to the point where last night a friend of mine messaged me something completely innocuous and I went off at him <laughs> about how dare you and the patriarchy and feminism and gender dynamics and he was like oh i was just asking you about whatever and i was like okay i need to i need to delete tinder <laughs> because men are the worst <laughs> and i'm pretty sure that going on tinder just makes me yell at men about gender dynamics <laughs> which is all i've done the last week with sexy results yeah because i'm clearly sexed up <laughs> Anyway, yes, you are correct. Hip injury from sleeping. <laughs> I, you just did commas. that in inverted commas, but it's actually true. <laughs> My hip injury is from sleeping, you dick. <laughs> mm. Don't you think that if I hadn't been yelling about gender dynamics, I would have hooked up in the last seven days? <laughs> I mean, I have a pretty face. I have big boobs. I'm hot. I'm a catch. And I match with all these dudes and then they say something and I'm like, but the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) And then I I end up going to bed alone. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. Anywho. (laughs) Yes, you are correct. There is gender dynamics at play here because, yes, uh, Astro Bachi hooked Mm -hmm. up with lots of girls in incredibly intense ways Mm. and Angie at this stage basically just rubs her index finger along some abs and it's like too much, we have to stop. While a sex expert is like chaperoning. Yes. Yes. Literally the sex expert is in the room the whole time watching them while they're doing all this intimate stuff. It's very awkward. Mm. Um, Patriarchy. Yeah, it's the patriarchy. Mm. (laughs) Goodbye sex to Rosie. I've got to stop talking about that shit. Um, yeah, so anyway, it's fine. She likes him. At the end, they pash. And she was like, I worried we wouldn't connect intellectually, but then we played that game and I saw his abs and now I know we're perfect for each other and that's the date. Mm. Cocktail party. So there's only six of them left, which means they can't really have the normal cocktail party where there's lots of guys and they all go and Mm. pounce on her and it's like, you know, and so they have like a weird kind of last supper. So they're all sitting around this table with Angie at the head of the table and Osher comes in and he's holding a box and Osher is like, okay, in this box are some blank cards and some pens Mm. and everybody can write a question on a card, and that question can be addressed to anybody in the group 
and you can stay anonymous so nobody has to know you asked the question and whoever you ask the question of has to answer it honestly. So this is basically a way to give the dudes an excuse to be bitchy Mm. without them feeling like feminine and actually bitchy. (laughs) So they get to like write some bitchy shit down Uh and throw each other under the bus without feeling like they're, you know, being the traditional version of what bitchy is. That's actually a really fun game. It's the best game ever. Felix is nodding like big time. He really wants to play it. Okay, later tonight. Great. Later tonight, let's play it. So um, they're all gunning for Ryan, the dog guy, obviously, because they hate him and they're jealous of him. And so it's like, oh, this whole thing's going to be about making Ryan look bad. And you kind of feel bad for him until first question out of the box is directed at Carlin, Carl Lagerfeld, Mm. the guy who's wanting to be a model and the whole thing. And the question is, have you ever had any physical alterations? And he immediately... <laughs> I thought you meant to say altercations. Alterations. But now I get it. Yeah, like enhancements. Yeah, yeah. Inha- like plastic surgery yeah. or whatever. He immediately looks very uncomfortable and nervous. And he kind of stutters a bit and he says, look, because I think everybody forgets that Carlin is still married He's separated, but he's still married. Yes. Yes. So he says, yes, look, I was going through my separation and I had really low self-esteem and I felt really shitty about myself. So I got my lips done. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh. Don't laugh. It's fine. Felix, don't laugh. It's fine. Don't pretend those are natural, Fifi. Fifi does have very lovely luscious lips. Yeah. But don't laugh. If someone wants to get their lips done, they can. It's Mm. fine. And Angie tries to placate him by saying, oh, I've had my lips done. And I think she thinks it's a surprise, but it's really not. (laughs) Um, And the thing about this is everybody's like laughing and they're fine because all the guys are fine. Everyone's like, oh, who cares? Whatever. Um, But the thing about this is he says, the only person I told this to, and I told this to this person in complete confidence because it makes me nervous and it's something I'm embarrassed and nervous about. I told that the only person I told I I had my lips done to was Ryan. Mm. So the only person who would ask this question to try and embarrass me publicly is Ryan the dog guy. Mm. And Ryan the dog guy starts laughing and he's like, oh, yeah, I asked you that. And it's like, I can see Felix already noting down that I'm doing a long <laughs> F word. Mm. F- you! Like, Colin, he's sweet and he's good looking and he's clearly mm. a bit of a dummy. And he told Ryan this secret about this plastic surgery he had and Ryan used that in this exercise to embarrass him. Mm. And so all the guys are annoyed. And so all the guys are like, F you, Ryan. Like, Colin told you a secret and you used your opportunity to ask a question to try and embarrass him in front of Angie. And by the way, it didn't work because Angie's awesome and she doesn't care that he's had his lips done. Like, who gives an F? Who gives an F if anybody's had anything done, really? 100% agree with that. Who cares? Firstly, could you tell he'd had his lips done? Like, I I haven't seen him. He's a a very perfect-looking specimen, like, literally from the set of Gattaca. Like, he... I I couldn't tell. I was surprised that he said it. Yeah, and... I don't think any less of him 
whatsoever. No. no. Nobody does, but Ryan thought that people would. And it's like, F you, dog guy. Okay, well, that's very okay. dated, immature. So then. P.S. Botox, best thing in the world. Oh, I know, as you've you know. been telling me. To, well, I don't know. You've been telling me to get it, but like I. No, no, no. I'm not saying you need it. You do not need I it don't, yet. I don't. But when the time comes. my skin is flawless. And the one good thing about being chubby is that like your face is plump so you don't get wrinkles. Like I basically look 25 and mm. I'm 33. It also helps that I never go in the sun because mm. I hate it. Mm. It also helps that every time you and I go out to lunch, we pick a table that is half in the shade and half in the sun. <laughs> so that I keep getting older and wrinklier. And, and you I keep staying younger and, and plump and and lovely looking. Mm, yeah. But thank God for Botox. So when you and I are 60, you're going to look 80 and I'm going to look 35. <laughs> yeah. So the point of my story is if you're going to let someone put a needle in you, just own it and tell the world and be That's proud what of I it. I think, like, Kieran. The one we love mm. was totally open about the fact he'd had a nose job and he'd had work done. Like, he didn't care. Mm-hmm. And Carlin didn't seem, I don't, he didn't care because he admitted it, but he also just seemed like it was shitty to make him admit it not on his own terms. And to do it anonymously. In yeah, that way and as to well. embarrass him in that way. It's yeah. like, I'm sure if she asked him in private, he would have said, mm. but like, it was clearly an attempt to make him feel embarrassed Mm. and that's shitty and so that just makes me think ryan the dog guy up until this point i've thought nothing of him except he's boring but now i think he's a c word Ooh, (laughs) he's ryan the dog guy (gasps) c word (laughs) oh ryan the dog c word guy he's ryan the dog c word guy yeah dog c word guy well you said the f word fully (laughs) that whole thing needs to get beeped i can always see in the corner of my eye when fifi is writing things down that we've said wrong (laughs) he's our safety net he's our safety net okay so um the next question is one that is directed to everyone and this is where things get juicy Mm -hmm. so the question is to all the guys at the table was this the first season of The Bachelorette that any of you have ever applied for? Oh. Hmm. And a couple of them say, no, it wasn't. Yeah, I've, I've applied before. And, and, and they're all just laughing and they think it's funny and it's like yeah. whatever. But then Ryan, the dog C-word guy, yeah. is looking very uncomfortable mm. because he has made a point this entire time of saying, I would never go on a show like this. Shows like this are embarrassing. Reality TV is a joke. The only reason I did it is because I'm interested in Angie and Angie specifically. And when I found out that she was the bachelorette, I applied Mm. just to be with her. And so anyway, then he's looking very uncomfortable. And (laughs) Tim is like, oh, Ryan, dog C-word guy, you're looking pretty uncomfortable. What's the deal? And he freaks out. And he starts going, um, look, I guess um, I'll explain that to Angie in private. Um, look, I don't think, um, I don't think, uh, okay, look, Angie, uh, I don't think you're aware that I, uh, yeah, yeah, I did, I did. I went through the audition process for Ali's season. Uh, Ali is the last Bachelorette, uh. so literally less than 12 months ago. Uh, I went through the audition process for Ali's season and um, I didn't get in, and so that's that. Uh-huh. And it's like, bum, bum, what? And Angie looks pissed because he has made the hugest point of saying that 
Yeah. He would never do this. Mm. And he only did it because of her. And this whole thing is silly, but, you know, they have a very special connection and he's slid into her DMs for the last two years Mm. and he felt like this was the only way he would ever get to meet her. So this is why he did it. By the way, also did a bit of reading up on him and he's... He's so full of shit. Not only did he apply for The Bachelorette last year, he was also Cosmo's 2017 Bachelor of the Year, which he applied for. Uh So, like, he's a media whore. Yeah. Anyway, so Angie is really upset and they're all sitting at the table and Angie just looks at him and says, well, that's a fun fact. (laughs) And he looks really uncomfortable and all the other guys look really excited because it's like, oh, we've thrown him under the bus finally. Mm. Cut to the rose ceremony. Um, All the guys are hoping that he goes Mm. because of this bombshell. But of course he doesn't because, as they say in Star Wars, which you will not know. No, I do. I know Star Wars. The Minge Twinge is strong in this one. (laughs) (laughs) She can't let him go. Not only does he get through... But he gets the first rose, which I've, which as I've taught you is a huge honour. Uh-huh. So he gets given the first rose and all the guys are like, what? She wants to bang him so hard. She loves his abs so hard, mm-hmm. which I don't understand because I'm so partial to a dad bod, so I don't get it. But mm. like, she really wants his abs. He was Cosmo Bachelor of the Year two years ago, Rosie. Oh. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, the two people who you think are going to go, go, the guy that I've had a crush on, Mm. um, and some other guy who no one cares about. (laughs) The other one. The other one. That Mm. leaves us with four. That's Wednesday night. Bam. What are your thoughts? (gasps) Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Thursday night. Bam, hometowns. There's four of them left. Mm-hmm. Tim has his hometown. Guess where his hometown is? You get that glint in your eye when someone's <laughs> from the sunny coast. He's from so. the sunny coast. <laughs> but, well, okay, Terrigal. <laughs> How old is he? 29? 27. No, okay. but... Oh. You're not going to know him because he does give the caveat that he didn't grow up on the Central Coast. He uh-huh. grew up in, uh, he lives in Melbourne. Um, his parents moved to the Central Coast a few years ago when they retired to run a motel. And I will tell you, because I wrote it down, his parents run the Terrigal Pacific. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Do you know it? <laughs> Tim's parents own and run that. <laughs> and I actually really want to stay there because his parents just seem lovely and sweet and it just seems like a lovely place to stay. Oh, yeah. It's a great spot. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, his, and so he just said to Angie, like, look, I, I didn't grow up here, but this is where my parents are and where my parents are as my home. So mm. they go to Terrigal. Um, the weird thing about this date is uh, his best friend, Jackson. And as I was watching this with Dino, because Dino and I always watch this episode together, um, we were watching it and Jackson is his best friend and he's very, I don't want to say possessive, but kind of possessive. He's mm. a very protective best friend. And so he's saying to the camera, like, look, Um, we've known each other for a long time. I love him very much. I know who's right for him and he would never date someone who I don't approve of. And I turned to Dino and I said, well, that's Jacob. Mm. That's what I have with Jacob. That's Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. Like, 
I could never be with someone that you didn't approve of. Like, and you, well, okay, you're shaky. I could never stay with someone that you didn't approve of. I've dated guys that you've not liked and it's ended badly. Very it, briefly. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So this guy. I kicked someone out of your house <laughs> because I didn't care for him. Do you want to tell that story right now? Tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it. <sighs> it was quite late at night, but I, Rosie brought me home to meet a man friend of hers that she'd recently <laughs> taken up with. And within about 15 minutes of having a conversation with him, all of a sudden <laughs> I was on my feet wagging a finger in his face and telling him why he was a piece of dirt who needed to get out. Then I left. Okay, you've left out the very important detail of this conversation is that you and I, I knew he sucked. Oh, she already and did. I, I was primed for this. He yes. was at my house yes. and I hated him and, I, and I'm and i too chicken shit to break up with someone's, to break up with mm. someone to their face. And so Jacob and I went and got drinks together and I said, Jake, this guy is at my house and I hate him. Hate him so much. No, you were still on well, the fence. I was on the fence. I was like, look, he's lovely, and I think I don't know, but it feels wrong, yeah. and I don't know how to handle this, and what do I do? And so Jacob said, and bring me to your house, and I'll yeah. tell you if he's good or not. Mm. And so I brought you in, and within ten minutes, you were literally yelling in his face <laughs> that he sucked. And so anyway, we Jacob yelled at him that he was the worst. And then we walked out of my, and Jacob was like, I'm leaving. And we walked out the front and we went out the front and I said, yes, Jacob, that was good. Um, But I don't know if he got the idea. And Jacob was like, what do you mean? I said, well, I think he knows that you don't like him, but I don't think he knows that I don't like him. (laughs) So I said, Jacob, I need you to go back in. And Jacob was like, what do you mean? And I said, Jacob, I need you to go back in and make it very clear that we we are not together anymore. Mm-hmm. And and please keep in mind that this was within the last 12 months. <laughs> so this wasn't a 20-year-old doing. This was a 32-year-old asking her best friend to break up with a boy for her. And so I sent Jacob back into the house and I said, make it clear that this is over and that we are not together <laughs> because I can't be with this guy. I hate him. And so Jacob marched back in and Jacob was like, I know I just said I was leaving, but I have some more to say. <laughs> Jacob went over to him and basically, I can't even remember what you said, but you went off at him and were just like, you guys are wrong for each other. You should not be with her. I do not like this. And Rosie could never be with someone that I don't like, so it's never going to work. And this is the worst. And she is breaking up with you and this is the end. Goodbye. (laughs) And then you marched out. And then that night, and then I messaged you straight away and I was like, that was perfect. Thank you so much. And then that night he was like, are we broken up? And I said, look, I think maybe we are. (laughs) (laughs) And I slept on the couch and I let him sleep in the bed. And I said, I think maybe you should leave in the morning. Mm. And then in the morning he came out and he was like, were you just like drunk last night or is this? And I said, no, no, I meant what Jacob said. (laughs) 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 I really need you to leave. (laughs) And he left and that was that. 
So literally one year ago, I had you break up with someone for me. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Mm. In my mind, all I think of it is, is like a speech from Steel Magnolias. <laughs> I have no idea what I said, but I know my finger was wagging. I can't really remember what you said either, except your finger wagged and then you left. And when you left, I thought, I don't think he quite understood yeah. it. I need to send him back in. Yeah. And then you went back in. That's the other detail that I remember is the shocked look on his face when I came back in the door <laughs> when he thought it was over. So he thought he was safe enough to bend over to turn off a lamp that had the switch oh down on the God. ground and he turns around and I'm swinging the door open to start wagging my finger at him again. So anyone who ever wants to date me, <laughs> this is why you have to continue. You need the approval of this man mm-hmm. who I'm not sure anybody will ever get. <laughs> Where were we? Oh, yeah, Tim, Tim's family. Um, So anyway, Tim's best friend is very possessive. And at first I thought it was like you because of everything we just said. Mm -hmm. Um, But Tim's best friend was weird in a way that wasn't like you. He was weird in a way that was just like possessive for the sake of it. Like he basically turned to the camera and said in a talking head, Tim and I are so close. We spend all our time together. To be honest, I wouldn't like it if he won because that would mean I wouldn't get to be around him as much. So it's like he doesn't care who it is. Like you, that that guy that I got you to break up with for me was a f***ing dud. So you did it because he was wrong. Mm -hmm. Like if I met someone who was right, you would love them. But this guy was like, I just don't want him to be with anyone Mm -hmm. because that means we wouldn't hang around each other as much. Yeah which is problematic. Mm. Um, and then Angie uh, gets pulled aside for some alone time with Tim's best friend and Tim's best friend, like, sabotages the whole thing. So Angie's like, oh, so what's Tim like and and how are things, you know, wh- what's he like when he's not in the house? And he goes, well, he's a party boy. He parties every weekend. We love to party. All we do is party. Do you like partying? And Angie's like, well, I'm 29, so, like, you know, I... Yeah, I like to drink, I like to go out, but, I mean, partying all the time? Mm. Probably not, mm. which I get. Like, you and I, we're we're at an age where we have partied. Yes. And we continue to love having fun. Mm-hmm. Probably not every night of the week. Once, like twice you a do year. In your, yeah. We do it more than once or twice a year. <laughs> you know we do it more than once or <laughs> twice a year. We still, oh, I'm going to use inverted party a lot, mm. but, like, it's just Before less. Before midnight, it's, yeah. It's less. Mm. Once you hit 30, it's like it's less yes. than when you were 22, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's kind of what she says. She's like, I'm cool, I'm fun, but it's just, like, not like I'm 21 anymore. Yes. And Tim's best friend is like, oh, it's still like we're 21. We party all the time. It's like we're 21, we just party, 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 party. And so she's like, oh, okay, well, that doesn't sound like someone I want to settle down with. Like, it's okay to party and to, like, have separate interests where, like, you know, you go off and do shit. But, like, if you're going to settle down together, you at least need one or two nights a week where you just hang out together at home, no? Which is what I think she's asking for. Um, But Jackson, Tim's best friend, is like, no, he doesn't spend any nights at home. It's schoolies every night. Yeah. That's basically what he's saying. Right. And so at the end of the night, she pulls Tim aside and she's like, your best friend said that you're a party boy and that you only party. And Tim's like, what? My best friend stitched me up. Um, But also Tim's not smart enough to kind of argue his way out of 
happened. So he's like, oh, you know, when I have a girlfriend, I party less. But, like, I don't have a girlfriend right now. So we just party when we party. And Angie's like, oh, okay. End of date. Next, we go to Ryan, the dog guy. And the whole thing with this date is he had said that he would never apply for The Bachelorette Mm -hmm. unless it was her, but then she found out that he had already applied for it Mm -hmm. in a year previously. And so she meets him on some beach. I don't even know where. Um, And she's like, what the F? Mm. Like, you made this whole big deal. And and she's like, I don't care if people have applied for shows like this. I mean, a bunch of guys have admitted they have. I've been on reality TV. I don't care. But just admit it. Like, Mm. why would you make a huge deal out of telling me that you would never do it unless it was me if that's not true? Like, just, just admit it. Um, and he just kind of like gets, cause he's dumb and not very smart. And he's like, um, I was in a rut and, you know, work wise. And I, I, you know, I got approached and they said, do you want to do it? And so I was like, oh, okay, I guess. I don't know. And that's all her minge twinge needs. She's like, oh, so you didn't, they asked you to do it. And he was like, yeah, they asked me. And she's like, oh, okay, well, that's different. And it's like, is it, though? It is to her minge. (laughs) Um, And so anyway, then they go, like, meet some of his family and it's boring and, like, she talks to his brothers and they're like, no, he's so genuine, don't worry about it. And she's like, oh, I'm not because my minge. And they're like, okay, cool. And that's the end of that date. Um, Jackson is the third guy, and the date went for about 20 minutes, and the entire time I was talking to Dino and Fifi, and I just kept saying, I don't need to make notes because none of this matters. And so the only sentence I've got written here is, the youngest one, he's not important or serious, we don't need to talk about this, he's going. (laughs) (laughs) Next, Carlin. Okay, Carlin. Carlin is still married, yes, lol, which we all keep forgetting. He's clearly vain and wants to be a famous actor. The Mm. lip thing I think is sweet and I think it was shitty that that got sprung on him and that was a secret. And Mm. if you don't want to reveal that kind of thing to people, then you shouldn't have to, whatever. Um, (laughs) She turns up in his hometown and he says, I want to take you on a really special date, like something that we can do together that means a lot to me. He takes her to his gym so they can work out Ah. together. Ah. Mm. which please ask Dino and Fifi the decibel at which I laughed (laughs) at that point. It was high. They're Um, both speaking in sign language because obviously they're still a little bit deaf. Yeah, exactly. My cackle was shrill. Um, (laughs) So then um, she's a little bit worried because um, she goes to meet his family and her bro- his brother pulls her aside for a private chat. And she's like, oh, so how's Carlin? Like, I, what are his intentions? He's very good looking. I will probably pick him in the final two, like, because of my minge and the minge twinge. Mm. And his brother, I think trying to be helpful, says, you know, he originally went on this show because he's trying to be an actor and he thought this would be great for his profile but now that he's met you, he's actually taking it seriously. And Angie is like, excusez-moi, 
what? Because Colin hadn't told her that he was trying to be an actor. Uh And she was like, Colin has not told me that he came on this show just for his profile and that, like, I'm the one who made a difference. And so then she gets really annoyed and it kind of becomes this weird conversation with his weird brother. And his brother, by the way, I find him way better looking than Colin. He's, like, chubby and has a beard and, you know, it's the exact kind of guy I would date. Uh Um, And... um, and she gets pissed off. And then they have their whole date and she gets on with his family. It's fine. And then when they're out the front and she's going to go, she says to him, like, I'm a little worried because your brother told me that you came here for your career and that you meeting me was just a bonus. Um, And that makes me worried because, like, you know, if it hadn't been for your career, would you have applied it? all yeah and he like he's not a great actor like he wants to be yeah but he's looking at her and he's like i'm here for you i love you like i'm into this i'm i'm i take you seriously and she's like yeah but your brother just told me about this acting thing and then an idiot he looks at her and he goes well i mean he gets defensive and he goes, well, I could look at you and, and say that you've got two reality shows under your belt. And then she's just like, whoa, low blow, even though it's kind of true. <laughs> like, yeah. She was on Gogglebox and then she was on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. And now oh, she's The Bachelorette. Uh, uh. And he's like, and look, I will say at this point. I don't think it's wrong that people go on this show to raise their profile. I mean, I would never do it, never do it, but that's because I have actual talent. So I raise my profile by doing actual, you know, no shade. skillful, amazing, talented things. But like, if you don't have an amazing amount of talent and if you are very aesthetically pleasing, this is a thing you can do to make money and build a career. Yes. And so I don't think anybody goes on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette without hoping that they'll build some kind of career out of it. And if they find love, then love is just a bonus. Like, I don't think anybody goes on this show love first, career second. I think everybody, everybody goes on this show career first, possibly love second, if I'm lucky. Do you think you're the only person with this opinion? No, but I'm just saying, like, she seems shocked that he's saying that and I'm like, you've been around the block on, like, she worked in TV for a long time before she even got on TV and then when she got on TV, she's been on TV for the last six years. Yeah. She knows. And so for her to act all indignant and surprised that he is trying to build a career as an actor. It's like, get effed. Of course he is. Who isn't? Of course. She's followed the instructions of the producers previously. She's doing it again. And she's trying to maintain the purity of the narrative. And I think at this point there is such little drama that this is something they can build into something, but it isn't anything. Yeah. You know? So um, he is like, well, you've got your... two shows under your belt, and she's like, how dare you? And it's like, mm, it's kind of true, though. Um, and he's like, well, and she's like, well, you know, you've had your lips done, and he's had, you've had yours done. <laughs> so that, yeah. um, what a turn on. Um, I think she's struggling because he's very pretty and he's got lovely abs, but he's an actor and he's not a writer, so he he can't write good shit 
to say to her in this moment. So he's kind of inarticulate and not verbalising what he wants to convey very yeah. well. And she's also not a writer, so she's just like, whoa, and he's like, whoa, and it just ends up like two lip-filled people staring at each other annoyed. Um, she cries. He cries. She walks off into the darkness saying, I don't even know you. I don't know what this is. And the episode ends. Oh. Wait. So she sent him home? No? They go to a rose ceremony. I totally forgot. And she sends um, Jackson home, the one whose date I couldn't even be bothered. That's right, isn't it? The one whose date I couldn't even be bothered telling you about. I thought he went home when Alex went home. What? No, another guy went home when Alex went home. (laughs) Okay. These are the, this is literally the shitty dating pool they'd offered her with that we can't even tell. Like, usually when there's only this many guys left, you are absolutely invested in them and you could tell the difference between all of them. I can't even remember who's who. All I can say is at this point she sends him home and so for next week the three we have left are Tim, uh huh, Carl and Carl Lagerfeld and Ryan the dog guy. Ah. Uh. Wicked. Lucky her. Who do you reckon it's going to be? They're all duds. Um, I think she'll pick Ryan the dog guy, but I think by by the time, uh, I think the finale will be next Thursday night, and by the time it all gets announced and it goes to press the next day, it will be revealed that they're broken up. I don't think they're still together. Okay. He's too dull and she's too smart and funny and interesting. I just don't think they're still together. Okay. And what I know, do you think? No. Well, honey, you're the one who snoops on all the daily mails and whatnot. Mm. So do you still stand by your theory that Kieran is going to make a comeback? No, because in the Daily Mail he was pictured making out with some girl on the beach. Uh, also, he has been um, leaked in the cast list for um, Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So he's he's on to bigger and better things. Okay, so what? Wow. Yeah. I'm amazed that Frothy has made it this long. I'm not because the pool of talent is so shallow. Yeah. <laughs> like this, who else is there? He's funny. He's entertained. Like if I was her, I'm a sucker for guys that make me laugh. And if I was her and I was stuck with Carlin, who is literally just a mannequin with dead eyes, and Ryan the dog guy, who is also a mannequin with dead eyes and less hair than Carlin, and the only other one with personality is Tim, you'd keep someone around who makes you laugh, wouldn't you? He can make I you can't imagine. I cannot mm-hmm. imagine being with a guy who doesn't make me laugh. Like a guy who is funnier than me is one of my absolute non-negotiables, which probably I'm still single because no one's funnier than me. But, like, none of them are even close. How could you be with someone who doesn't make you laugh? <clears throat> oh, yes, we're, yeah. think, we're thinking of... <laughs> bleep out his name, but Thank we're you, thinking Darcy. of... Yep. We're mm. thinking of Jacob's boyfriend who... How long were you with him for? <laughs> Four years? <laughs> who I don't think once in that entire time ever said anything that made me even chuckle (laughs) and often I would say you know he's really lame right and you would be like but and you'd have all these reasons and they were never good enough reasons and then you guys broke up because why you need to be with someone who makes you laugh agreed 
and in the future, should that ever happen again, I want you to bust into my house and wag your finger. <laughs> <laughs> like you did face. for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because we're best friends. Yeah, we've learned how to do it right now. Yeah, we know how to find the right partner for each other. Yeah. Okay, so next week's the finale. Please, God, I hope so. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'd say Wednesday night will be, there's three of them left, so Wednesday night will be when one of them gets sent home and then Thursday night will be when she picks between the final two, which I am predicting now will be Tim and Ryan the dog guy. Wait, did you talk about where the dog guy's hometown visit was? A lot of people have messaged me and said, oh, he is the caretaker of Dunk Island. Yeah. And besides people messaging me that, I didn't Google it. I don't know. I don't know Mm. what that means. I don't care enough. So, yes, he was a caretaker of Dunk Island, apparently. But is that where they did the hometown visit? No, they did it in some other place where his family is. Okay. So I feel like Terrigal's probably... (laughs) The front runner in terms of locations where she could Yeah, because she's Sydney-based, so uh-huh. Terrigal is the closest, mm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I dated a guy in Barara. That's not far from Terrigal. Honey, it's not close. <laughs> <laughs> it's the furthest from Sydney I've ever done. This is the reason I don't drive, because I've always lived five minutes from Sydney City. <laughs> so anybody who lives, like, 15 minutes further than that is a task <laughs> a chore a chore a chore <laughs> oh. i don't know who dates people who live that far away i don't i don't know is this like your restriction on tinder distance that you're willing to search well i already deleted tinder because i did it for like 5 days and i just ended up freaking yelling incessantly about the patriarchy but yeah like my thing is um I would, I think 15 kilometres, like, and even that, I'm like, oh, that's a bit far. <laughs> it's like a $20 Uber. Well, I don't drive. Like, I've, I've always lived in and around the city and then I got successful enough that if I need to go further than that, usually a driver is provided. So I'm, I'm good to go. Felix I, is nodding like, yeah, he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where Felix lives. Where do you live, Felix? Wallay Creek. Oh, Wallay Creek. Oh, that's like, where is that? Airport. Oh, yeah, right. Okay. That's not uh, far. Yeah. I know where that is. Um, Yeah. So I, why would you, if it's further than that, then isn't that a bit hard? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> difficult. <laughs> I meant Difficult. <laughs> You pervert. Okay, let's end it there. <laughs> okay, dokey. Love you all. Okay, but also I will say that we've been getting lots and lots and lots and lots of messages and feedback and emails about all the things you want us to talk about yeah. for the launch of Proper Just the Gist. Great. What? People are actually really excited about yeah. it. Um, and they're actually really just as excited as us to yeah. stop talking about this nonsense. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you what the suggestions are because I'm putting them on a list to talk to you about, so I don't want to wreck it. But, um, yeah. Tease so, me. Give me a teaser. Come on, something. Um, a lot of conspiracy theories. Yes. A lot of interesting history. Yes. A lot of true crime. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of 
celebrity scandals, uh-huh. which I know are your favourite. At the moment, my big task is just trying to pick the best one to start on. Okay. So next week we've got the Bachelor finale and the week after that it's all new Just the Gist. And so I'm trying to pick like the best, most interesting, funnest one to start on. I'm so keen. It's going to be so great. I know. I'm I really excited wait. too. Yes. And yes. we've also got lined up. Um, some special, like, guest stars. Oh. So I'm going to give what I think is just the gist on a particular topic, and then we're going to have someone who's actually an expert in that topic come in and tell us how wrong I am and what the actual gist is. Shut up. (laughs) Some people that you guys will be very excited to listen to talk. So Am I going to know them or am I going to Yeah, gonna be... you're going to know them. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, it's yeah, we've got some exciting stuff coming. It's all happening. <laughs> Which Jacob is hearing about for the first time I right know. now. You should see his face. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm so keen. So, so keen. This I is going to be great. I actually do put a lot of work into this podcast while you're not around. <laughs> so, we're organizing some stuff. Stuff is happening anyway. Everyone, listen. It's going to be cool. Um, that was this week. Next week's the finale. Thank God. Okay. Love you. Love you too, babe. Bye. Bye.